This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 910. Leave no stone unturned for the highest IELTS scores. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Is the word scrutinize the same as learn? Well, not so much. Today, you'll learn impressive vocabulary and idioms to speak correctly about studying and learning to impress the IELTS examiner. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. I heard you are going camping this week. Is that true? Yes, I am. I really love camping. It's so fun just to be in the woods and nature. We hike a ton. We play lots of games. We always take up spike ball. Have you ever played spike ball? No. What's that? It's really fun. It's like this little net and you kind of play volleyball with teams, but then it's just a little ball that you hit down onto the net. It's so fun on the beach and out in the woods. It's a good time. You'll have to check it out. Yeah. You, we need to like change your nickname, even if it has like nothing to do with IELTS. You need to be like the sporty spice game. <laughs> game queen, game warden. My family calls me the game warden, which is funny. It's a play on words because, you know, there's when you're out in the woods, the rangers who are making sure that no one's hunting illegally, they're called game wardens. Right. And then they call me that as like, I'm kind of the one like making sure we're playing games at all times. <laughs> I love it so much. That's a pu- that's a great example of a pun. I love puns. Yes, I love puns too. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we are diving into um, not puns today but some great idioms to talk about learning, just like studying something, taking in information, examining, uh, because there are slightly different connotations to these words when you just go to the thesaurus, right, and you type in learning. There's like probably 20, you know, synonyms that they give you. But learning is so general that like these synonyms will have slightly different meanings the more specific they get. Exactly. We had a student ask us about this um, on Facebook, our exclusive Facebook group. She asked us a question. So we're going to share that with you guys as well as the answer and some other great vocabulary you can use. 
Yes, this is awesome. Because, guys, this is this vocab today um, and these ideas and examples and context that we'll give you are so important for IELTS. Because, guys, if you've been studying for IELTS, even for just a couple months, if you've just, you know, started to dip your toe into IELTS, there's another idiom. It was um, a good one. <laughs> then you know how often questions on speaking and writing come up about learning and studying at school and education. And then on listening, the first two sections of the listening test are like often people talking about, you know, like a school project or like a school activity. The last two sections, they say they're more academic. So it's like a professor, you know, telling you how to study something, for example. So today's ideas are super important for every part of the IELTS test. Exactly. And we are, one of our biggest goals here, our biggest priorities is to make sure that our course is the most up-to-date out there. We, that's why Jessica took the IELTS computer exam and the IELTS indicator as soon as they were available so that we can give you all that inside information. Because you guys really do need to scrutinize the course that you buy. Find out how often it's updated. Make sure it's the most accurate information. And if you guys need to know what score you would get today, you can go to All Ears English slash my score. We've created this amazing free two-minute quiz that will give you your estimated band score. And then we also provide you with free resources at your level so you can stop wasting time. Yes, guys, definitely go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. Find out where you are starting from, right? Um, and then you'll know what you need to learn. And you will get free resource, resources you can delve into. <laughs> Yes. We're, guys, we're just trying to use all the vocab. So that's okay. We're doing a great job. Um, yes. You're going to get free resources that really guide you so you know where to start, what to delve into, what to not do so you stop wasting your time. So again, allearsenglish.com slash my score. Um, all right. So you guys heard us use the word scrutinize, which is a fantastic word. Yes. And that's what the student was asking about, right? Exactly. She asked, could you please comment if it's appropriate to use the word scrutiny instead of learning in the following context? And she gave this sentence. One cannot deny that nowadays technologies can facilitate scrutiny of foreign cultures for adventurers. This is tricky, right? She was able to get an answer right away when you're in our exclusive Facebook group, which is amazing. But I let her know that it's not a direct parallel. It doesn't just mean learning. It has the connotation of intense, critical observation rather than just learning. So if you want to talk about just learning about a culture, it's not accurate to say that you are going to scrutinize a culture. Right. It's scrutinizing is like, it's more narrow. It's more closed. Like you said, it's more intense. I feel like learning is just this wide open action of putting information right. in your brain. And there's no judgment there. You're just like taking in information. And then later you could like get critical about it. Right. But learning is just, it's simply just taking in information. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas scrutinizing, I mean, oh my gosh, like that sentence might make sense, facilitate scrutiny of foreign cultures, but you would have to really like prove that in the next sentence, right? You would have to give a reason, an example that like shows why you are scrutinizing foreign cultures. And 
I don't know. To be honest, in this day and age, I do. I don't think that's a good idea um, right. to talk about how you are like overly critical about other cultures. I think that's something to stay away from. Nowadays. I think critical is a good word there because scrutiny really does have this connotation a little bit negative, a little bit of criticizing, yes. really digging into the negative aspects of something. And you just wouldn't do that about a foreign culture. You're looking for the positive. You're looking for what you have in common. So it really would be hard to make that make sense. I feel like we use scrutiny a lot when we're talking about judging other people, right? Like, yeah. I feel like scrutiny has um, a connotation of like, you you study something in order to judge it negatively. Like that's like the whole reason why you are studying something so intensely is so you can find the problems. Yeah, um, that's a good example to talk about our course and to say you should scrutinize it because you should be looking for anything negative, any problems if you're going to sign up for an IELTS preparation course. That's when you need to scrutinize. Yeah, totally. Good. Um, yeah. Linking there, Aubrey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so scrutiny at the end of the day, yeah, it's an awesome word, you know, like band nine word for sure. But just make sure you're using it correctly. Um, so hmm, I could see using this in a speaking part two or part three and talking about, you know, maybe the unfair judgment of people or cultures mm. or the unfair judgment of anything, right? Right? I feel like you could talk about the unfair scrutiny of something and then give an example about that. That would be impressive. Yes, because it is a very, it's definitely not an informal word. It's a little more formal, a little more, imp it's very impressive. So it'd be great in part two and part three. Anytime you want to talk about looking more deeply into something and maybe looking for the negative in something, definitely. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so let's give our listeners uh, some additional vocab here. Aubrey thought of some great idioms to teach you guys today. Um, I, I'll talk about the first one. This is this is a great one, and this is something I this is something that I actually say to have a hard to have a long hard look at something. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a, it's not it's not judgmental in a negative way, but it's like you really. Need need to evaluate something thoroughly before you make a decision, right? So this would be for, great like, for like, like, like task two. If you're asked something about how countries could improve something, how governments could improve something, if you could say every government should have a long, hard look at their policies and determine where they could make changes. I love it. Oh, yeah. so for problem solution essays, that would be amazing. Um, any speaking part three questions about like things that need to be improved, even part two. Sometimes you guys will get really tough speaking part two questions like describe a law that would make your country better or whatever. Um, so like, yeah, the government should have a, a long, hard look at um, our public infrastructure regarding transportation, right? 
right? And then like talk about how they could fix it or whatever. Yes, yeah. I love what it. Do we, what do you think about if a student like, during the speaking exam, there's like a vocabulary that's on the tip of their tongue and instead of pausing, if they said, oh, I should have had a long, hard look at my vocabulary list before coming in here. <laughs> Maybe, right? And then that gives you a second to think of the word that you have the perfect word on the tip of your tongue. That would be so funny. Guys, you know that I was an IELTS examiner for 14 years, and I could tell you that I would I would chuckle. I would have a little giggle if a student said that, which creates a relaxing atmosphere, yes. very positive. That is an awesome strategy for that phrase. I love it. Um, what's the next phrase, Aubrey? This is a good one to talk about leaving no stone unturned. So this is anytime you're researching something, yeah. um, you could say, I will leave no stone unturned. And it means you are going to look into every nitty gritty detail. Yeah, totally. Um, I I would encourage James to, to, I use this phrase to encourage him to look for something because Aubrey, I'm sure you've experienced yeah. this and I don't know at what age it changes, but like- Never, never changes. <laughs> Like anytime he's looking for something, like a sock, a Lego, a book, anything, he just like gives the room a once over. Uh, that's the yeah. next phrase. He just like gives it a once over and he feels like he's looking for it exactly. without actually like moving his body or mm -hmm. using his hands to move other things to Never. look for something. Right? He just like gives the room a once over, right? A quick glance around the room and he's like, mm, I can't find it. I guess I lost it. Mur -mur. You're so you're like, go check again and leave no stone unturned. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's so good. Um, okay. It's so funny. I actually thought of that when I first started talking about it, but I was like, okay, no, use an example that could be used on IELTS. Stop talking about my children. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's you true. Know, I use that one too. Speaking part one, guys, you have to describe your family. Yeah. Um, maybe describe a child you know in speaking part two. So I think this is applicable. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So that give a once over, that's just like a quick glance, right? Just like yep. skimming something, for example. Um, but it could be uh, like a product you want to buy, right? Just give it a quick once over. I'm like, oh, that looks good. I'm going to buy it. Um, or like after you clean the house or whatever, you're like, oh, I, just, I gave it a quick once over and it looked good. So I'm going to say I'm done for today. So I think just any situation, guys, where you're looking at something quickly um, to just to check to make sure it's okay, you could use this phrase. Yeah, I could see it coming up on the task one letter if you're doing the general exam. If um, I, I've seen a, a topic once where you're talking about having left something, you went on a trip with a friend and you left something behind and you need to ask them to give it to you. You could say, if you can just yeah. give your apartment a once over, try to find that. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> or use the other one. Be like, this document leave no stone is so important. Okay, <laughs> I need you to leave no stone unturned in looking for my item to return to me. Hey, <laughs> awesome. Okay. That's nice. Um, yes. Let's let's do one more, one more awesome idiom here. What's the last one? Okay, so I like hammer away at. This kind of implies that something is a little bit tedious. I think of like my yeah. thesis for my master's degree. I had to really hammer away at that because it took hours and hours and days and days and weeks and weeks, and you just have to keep hammering away at it. So, yeah, I mean, this could definitely be applied to studying, right? If it's long and a tedious activity, but it really doesn't... It 
it doesn't describe the learning in itself. It's more about the effort that you're yes. putting in, right? So it could definitely be, you know, used when you're describing your own studies, guys, on the test. Because you're, you know, you're often asked, like, classes you took in high school, um, languages you've enjoyed learning, stuff like that. So I think this is a, especially applicable for language learning. And I'm sure our listeners agree. If definitely. you're going to, like, really reach that level of fluency, um, start sounding more like a native speaker less like a student to get that seven or higher, you need to hammer away at your English. <laughs> exactly, right? And I know you guys feel that as you're learning so much vocabulary and learning it in context and adding it to a vocabulary notebook, you're doing that. You're hammering away at your language learning, you know, a constant effort that pays off. <laughs> that's There's another quick idiom here that's a little bit more negative, but it's the same. Like des- describing something as a grind. Oh, yeah. like It's a lot of effort and it's just, it's so tedious and you really don't like doing it. So if yeah. you're describing a level of effort like that, then you would be like, oh, like it's such a grind. Um, so hopefully you won't have something negative to use that for, guys, but I'm just well, throwing it out there. Well, that's a good one, though, for um, speaking, for sure. You know, anytime, like, let's say you're talking about traveling, and, you you know, you want to talk about the wait at the airport, and there were several delays, and it's like, oh, it was such a grind to just yeah, wait totally. there and wait there. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's Yeah. Or in speaking part one, right, like you're often asked about your job. Like, do you work or are you a student? Um, so, guys, like, be honest, okay? Not everyone yeah. is super happy at their job at all times. Like, we talk about this in the business course. Um, some jobs are a, a means to an end, right? Like, we're, we have a ladder. And this job right now, it's not perfect. It's kind of a grind. But it's giving me the experience to get the next job, which will be better, right? So, guys, be honest. You don't have to say you love everything. Just be like, to be honest, uh, my job is kind of a grind. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's good to, you know, be have those negative answers because it shows more of a variety in tone. Totally. If you're happy the whole time and having these very positive, happy answers, that doesn't show variety. So yes, have a negative answer. Show that you're sad or serious about something. I've had um, personal coach classes when I'll ask a student about like the crime in a city and they sound the same answering yeah. that as when they talk about a vacation they took with a friend. That totally. should sound different. <laughs> Totally. That's a really good point. So yes, actually, we uh, I'm I'm backtracking a little bit and I'm saying, let's have a negative answer in there, guys. Yes. Use this <laughs> phrase, describe something as a grind. Uh, okay, guys. So if you're wondering what score you would get on IELTS right now, this is perfect, guys, because you have to know where you're starting from or else you can't plan. You can't schedule your exam, right? Because are you going to get that seven or are you still stuck at a five? You know, like that's going to decide when you take the test, how much time do you need to put in here? So find out for free, guys. Get your estimated IELTS band score, allearsenglish.com slash my score and free resources designed by me for you. All right. Aubrey, thank you so much for talking today. Yes, thank you. I'll talk to you next time. All right, bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado.